It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kicks TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that on that bitch. That you sound like Teddy Payne. Listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Um, also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Grown Ass Dating. Um, and I'm rocking with Michelle C and Candy Kisses TV, and we're in the girls' locker room. All right, it is your girl Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move, and I am bringing you a new segment. Uh huh, new shit, new shit. Okay, this is the girls' locker room where we talk about a little bit of everything from you know why men ain't shit and. You know why men, women ain't shit either? Because at the same time, we both have issues. But um, today, <laughs> the subject matter is, do nice guys really finish last? Now, before we even get into the topic, let me introduce my guest. This is one of my longtime friends, Miss LaShondra. She also has a dope podcast. I'm going to let her go ahead and run off her resume real quick. Go on, do your thing. All right. Well, thank you. Well, first of all, grown-ass dating. Please follow the podcast, follow the website. Um, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, but we have a dating podcast that talks a little bit about what it's like to date after you're 30 and in your 30s and, and beyond. So I um, hope everybody can check it out when you get a chance. And I feel like this topic is meant for me. So thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? We can go ahead and get on into it. So Do the it. question of the day, do you believe nice guys really finish last? Uh, I feel like nice guys finish. I think that's the story. That's just okay. right there. I think they finish. That's what makes them nice guys. They make it to the finish line. Um, but I think the answer to that is yes. I think good men finish last because I don't want to think it's just about being a nice guy. I think even nice guys have trigger points. So um, I think the, the short answer is yes. There's a lot to unpack there. But what are your thoughts? Do you think they finish last? I think in the beginning they do. And what I mean by the beginning, like when you're dating in your youth, they tend to finish last simply because, um, you know, they say we look for the bad guy. And I don't think it's necessarily we look for the bad guy, but I don't know any woman that doesn't want that guy that gets the attention. And normally the guy that gets the attention is the asshole. And then, you know, there there lies the problem. (laughs) Well, and I think that depends on who you are. Like as a, as a, as a recovering asshole, um, personally, I try not to look for yet another asshole because I just those two wrongs don't make a right. And so, um, so I think I always look for a nice guy. I think I have for a long time kind of always wanted a nice guy to again to balance out my asshole ways. Um, but I do think at the end of the day, like everybody wants a bad boy for a lot of other reasons, but nice guys can have a little bad in them too. So don't sleep on the nice men now. Yeah, you know what? I think like it's true that you say, cause like I said, and, and, and see my thing is I've never necessarily looked for the bad guy. Cause I feel like you don't, 
you don't know you're dealing with an asshole until you deal with the asshole. So it's like, and then if you have a level of asshole in your company, I mean, I'm not perfect. So I know I have my ways, but I don't start with the, let me be an asshole today. Like, I mean, I might finish that way, but, um, That's fair. you know, my asshole depends on you. So that's yeah, a reaction. It's often a reaction to others, which is why I say you don't want another, you don't want another like dominant asshole. Like I want somebody who's going to be <laughs> nice. So I am, can feed off of that energy and be a better human being. <laughs> I'm trying to be a better person. So yeah. I think that's I'm a good thing. I don't, I don't know if I want to be, but I'm trying. Um, <laughs> you got to aspire to something. You got to aspire to something. <laughs> I mean, cause sometimes people just push you to the edge. You'd be like, all right, now nigga, I tried. This shit ain't, that ain't working no more. Um, let me give you the real. <laughs> yeah, but you get that you can get that from a nice guy too though so yeah. it you know again i think there's a little bit of asshole in everybody um but i think the overall nice guy definitely is the is the goal especially at this age of my life like when i was in my 20s this question would have been different <laughs> the answer would have been different the process would have been different i'm in my 30s yeah i don't really have time for anything but a nice guy i don't really have the patience for anything but a nice guy I don't have a spirit <laughs> for anything else. Right. Like, like, I want you, I want whoever treats me well. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like, like, you know, we're speaking of back in the day, you know, your younger days where you might have switched it up a little bit. But I feel like the problem that we have in our youth is we feel like, you know, because women are natural nurturers, we feel like we can change the asshole out of them. Well, I think, like, you know. well, it's not even that. I think when you're in your like in your twenties and in your teens, when you 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 look for potential because <laughs> yeah. you know, they haven't lived a life, right? Like they haven't done anything that could you know guarantee you know how they're gonna behave. So you're looking at potential. You're ga- gauging relationships based on potential. But at the end of the day, I'm at an age now where I don't I don't need you to potentially show me what you can do. I need you to be a nice. I just said a good man. I said that's why I came yeah, to the you want a good man. I don't do. need a nice guy. I want a good man. And that is something you get automatically like I don't have to look at the potential for you to grow into that I need to see it and return on investment before I'm deciding to let you finish it all <laughs> so you know but I, I mean I think I have a question for you like and we're talking in this scenario like what is a nice guy like what is that defined as for me these days I think a nice guy is the key word you said was people that finish so um a man of their word number one loyalty um be present like do what you say you're gonna do um truthful uh honesty like it's a lot of things that just you know what i put it this way be a good person just be a natural great human being Stop, like everybody has flaws but at the end of the day it's like do you have to always show me your flaws i'm sick of broken people like i don't want no more broken folk niggas like we got everybody got issues but like i don't want to see yours like fix your issues and shit and then come on to the room come to me healed <laughs> definitely come to me here come to me with some therapy behind you because <laughs> i've done the work so i need you to have done the work before we start engaging in any kind of relationship that's another thing because people don't believe in well i don't want to say people they well I, I will say people generally most people say black people don't believe in therapy but i feel like a lot of people don't believe in therapy <laughs> <laughs> so, there's, a, there, no, first of all, there's a lot of black people that believe, you have so for the black people that believe i'm a believer um so speak, speaking in the word for that uh but i think you know i think there's so much stigma that comes with mental health right but when you think about all that we live through not just as a people but like as individuals like you go through so much trauma in your life that you just need someone to help you through that and at this point in and again this age of my life like i can't if you're not dealing with your un, unresolved issues then that is an indicator of how you're going to be in a relationship. So, so 
you can't you can't prioritize yourself enough to go to therapy or or seek help however you seek help like maybe that's not for you maybe therapy is not your way but i think there's so much stigma with mental health that we don't talk about how to deal with it and how to deal with it in a healthy way in relationships so you know that's a whole nother kind of can of worms but i think it's important like you said to come to come healed you know i I don't i don't need you to be bringing your louis vuitton slides lag luggage with you Thank Everywhere you. we go, I need you to be able to deal with that because I've done, I've gotten mine down to a carry on, and I need you to do the same. <laughs> so right, you got to work with me, and we need to do. Well, I've already unpacked. Like I got a little bit left, but I've unpacked most of my stuff. So. Correct. <laughs> so I'm not trying to have you know have to set up a boutique. Like I don't want to do all that. You shouldn't have right. that much luggage. So I think that that also kind of plays into people whether they're nice or not too. Like I think some nice guys are really just assholes that haven't dealt with trauma. Um, yeah. So like. You know, those are pieces, too, because a lot of the things you described before you talked about being a good human being were things that anybody can do. Like, mm-hmm. man of your word, you know, be where you're going to be, do what you say you're going to do, have loyalty and integrity. You can have those and still be a jerk. You can still be a dick. Like, you can still be an idiot. Like, all those things can still apply and you can still be considered an asshole. So um, I think, you know, you, you were talking about character traits, like you're looking for the things that make you a good person. And, and those are the things that make a nice guy, a nice guy. Like they lead with that. They lead with character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so player. like I'm so sick of the jealousy in relationships people don't think jealousy happens in relationships but it absolutely, oh, absolutely does. Does. it's like wait a minute I thought if we we're going to be in a relationship the whole point was to get a teammate not someone that I got to compete against like I'm not a nigga if we on the same team why well, I got to compete against you I'm well, not some people <laughs> don't know how to be on a team <laughs> so that's part of the problem some people Everybody need, need to go ahead and go to therapy learn, learn the skill yeah. <laughs> learn what you need to learn build up your toolbox um but I, but I think that's true like i think you you know a lot of us are looking for a partner i'm not looking for i'm not just looking for a nice guy because i'm looking for a nice guy i'm looking for a nice guy that could be a, a good like you said a good mate a good partner and um and again a lot of that has to do with you and how you choose to handle your own personal life and struggles and stress and how that manifests for you and because that has a hundred percent impact in your own relationship so and if marriage is not the goal leave me the fuck alone Listen, you already know because we talk about this podcast all the time. I'm a firm believer of dating dating with intention. Your intention could be, your intent could 100% be to just cut and move on. Like, I don't need to, like, that could be your intent, but you need to share that intention with others. Like, you need to let me know and what's going on. And same thing with marriage. If your purpose is marriage, then I need you, you're going to know that when you start dating me, that that's my purpose. And then you can go from there. But I, my purpose isn't even marriage. Like, I, I don't need you to marry me because I've been there and done that. Like, I've, I've had that experience, got the T-shirt, been on the ride, right? Like, I need somebody who can actually be a partner. Okay. Um, and if you can't do that, then we have well, to Okay, well, question then. Are you, I mean, because you've been there, done that, you know what you, you've experienced, what you do enjoy about marriage, you experience what you don't like about marriage. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, would you be afraid to do it again? No. I, I tell people all the time, I 100% would get married again. I just don't need to get married again. Like okay. the, the push that I felt to do it when I was younger was just like, you know, that's how it, that's how happiness happens, right? You find yeah. a man you or find a mate, whatever that looks like for you. And you get married and you have babies and you have a family and you buy a house. Like I was trying to do everything in an order because I thought that was the order. And then I realized whatever works for me is what I need to be doing. And so do I need to be married again to, to have a fulfilling relationship? No. Um, will I do it if it presents itself and that's what we both want is, is a partnership and that's what we think is going to be best for our relationship? Sure. I love my wedding. I tell you, I love my wedding. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. I did too. That, that gumbo was on point. But- and, that was enough, <laughs> right? and that was enough to make me want to get married again. But 
the, the real thing about marriage is that everything happens after the wedding. It's that everything that happens in a marriage and I'm willing to do that in a relationship. I don't have to have a marriage to do it. And I think that's the difference, but yeah, I, I'm not afraid of that. I, I, I mean, I'm, and I'm, what I've learned over the years is I've gone from being an asshole and a cold hearted bitch um, to being uh, like a softy and like a super romantic. So like, I'm like, I'm all into it now. I'm like, Oh, flowers and uh, movies and like cuddle it up. I'm like, Oh, this is cute. I'm crying at movies now that I didn't cry before. Like, it's just, it changes you, I think in a different kind of way. And so well, question, do you feel like, like you, um, you married the good guy or do you feel like you married a bad guy? Well, not even a nice guy or the other guy. What do you That's feel like? hard because I think, I think I'm married for potential, right? Like I think my ex-husband had, he had bad boy traits. But in the core of who he was, he was a nice guy. And, you know. That's the problem. That's the tricky shit. You be so like, because you're like, yeah. right, I like the, the exterior of like, okay, he got my back. He might have, you know, be able to throw them things. Okay. That's softy too. And it's like, that. it's a thin line. And when you're trying to figure out that line and then you realize, okay, maybe he was more of the bad guy than I expected. Damn. Well, not, well, not in case in particular, but just in general. Right. But I mean, I think in general too, the other thing about that is like, there's, there's bad guys and then there are bad guys for you. Like there's a difference between, like that's what I was like, being an asshole is one thing, but being a bad guy, you might he just wasn't good for me. Like at the end of the day, what, you know, where my relationship ended up with is like, we were better off in a different space. Like we weren't good for each other. And that doesn't make him bad necessarily. Now, did he have some innately like bad boy traits? Yes. And was I attracted to those a great deal more than the good boy trait? Yes. Um, and was that the original attraction? A hundred percent. Um, especially because he was very different from me. Like, you know, we were assholes together, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I was this professional, I was this nice person. I was, I was able to be more of an asshole with him because he had asshole in him. I guess if that makes sense. So yeah, um, we're all together. So it's like, if I'm almost kind of right. like, because I have friends all the time, they ask me like, well, how are you still friends with one of your ex? I, I'm pretty much cool with a lot of my ex, except maybe one, he could run hell. But um, the reason being is because we had a friendship first. Right. And so that friendship. I mean, I've asked you that before. How are you still friends with you? <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, we had a friendship first, so it's it's easy for us to transition back to just being friends because that's what we started off as. Right. So nowadays, when we have conversations, the stuff that may have pierced my heart a little bit and said, "Oh, dang, like, why you couldn't do this for me?" or da da da, I don't give a fuck about no more because I realize as you. As learning him as a friend, not even learning him as a friend, I've known him as a friend, but realizing romance is not on the table, in my opinion, ever again. Yeah. I can see him of see him for who he is. And when I see him for who he is, I'm like, you weren't the relationship I was supposed to have. And that's why we're friends, because if I had to deal with that on a consistent basis, as far as the relationship realm of you, I don't like that space because that space makes me want to fight you. And I don't have, I don't feel like I need to, I mean, not physically. Fight, but I mean, like, literally, he can he can <laughs> trigger yeah. to the point where I just literally want to throw them things on him. And I'm like, I don't think that's what kind of marriage or a relationship I would want to have. So we should be friends because a friend can let you trigger and say, "Oh, fuck you," and hang up and keep it moving. And then two days later, y'all can be cool again. But a marriage is like, no, fuck you and fuck you again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Well, what I would say that is that one of the things that I think is different is that, you know, first of all, marriage, I think, needs friendship to survive <laughs> because, but there's, the expectations are different. So, like, if you're in a relationship, the expectations for your partner are different versus if they're just a friend. Um, and while I still might treat you in a similar way, minus the sex, you can still be a friend to me and not a partner to me in that way. But I think we have a lot of really, like, 
I know a lot of us have a really lot of dope relationships. Like, you know, I have a lot of good girlfriends, a lot of people that fulfill me in ways that I don't think a husband ever could um, and vice versa. Like, I think right. some you have certain relationships in your life for a lot of reasons. Um, but I will say, I think to your point about, you know, specifically about being friends with your exes, like, I think I can actually say I have a lot less, I start, I've started a lot less relationships not knowing a person than I have the other way around. Like all of my exes for the most part, give or take maybe three, mm-hmm. um, were friends first. We yeah. started, and, and mainly because I'm just like a completely like, I'm, I don't pay attention to shit. So I didn't realize like they liked me. So I was like, oh, okay. And then eventually we came around to it. Like I'm yeah. incredibly awkward when it comes to dating and incredibly not like inept when it comes to people like being I mean, I'm surprised. Or I'm just not going to know. See, I'm um, surprised. I feel like you're good at the flirting type. Like I'm the same way. I'm the type, like if people put me in the homegirl um, type of position, I'm okay with it. It's normally where I am. And it's not necessarily because I want to be, but I'm not that type of girl that just goes out and like intentionally flirts with you. Now I know how to flirt back once you show me your interest, but if you don't tell me that you're interested, I'm just like, whatever. And I keep it moving. Well, and for that very reason is why I started off a lot of my relationship with friends because I had, I, did, I knew who you were and I got to see you that way. And then you had to change, like you changed my mind in some way about that. Oh, like we're going to pursue something. Right. Um, right. And I think that same is very true with my, my ex-husband. Like we started off as friends before we were anything, but I didn't have the intention that he did coming in. Okay. Um, but I will say like my relationships post, like after that, like it's again, it's been very rare that I've like, just like, I'm going to date this person or I'm going to start dating. Mm-hmm. A person. Like even like I'm on dating websites now and I'm like, uh. <laughs> because I can't get to know you as a friend. Like I have done for most of my majority of my relationships. Um, so I think it's easier to stay friends with people when you break up because you might have started as a friend and like you recognize them in that space already and it's easy to slide back into. But I think to your point, you said something very important, which is I know that there's not going to be any more sexual activity anymore. Like we're not going to engage in that way so we can do right. this. But I think that's for true of a lot of people, right? Like once you flip that switch and you're like, I don't, I'm not interested in you anymore, then you can stay right. alone. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the only way I feel like we can still maintain because, I mean, regardless if attraction is still there or not, like, I don't like you in that realm because I know what you did in that realm and I don't appreciate that. And you know how people say, well, people can change. They can. But yeah, you're right. It's not even not even saying that you can't change for a person, but it's more so like um, the trust. I can trust you as a friend, but I can't trust you in my heart. That's the difference. Because when I trusted you with my heart, you fucked it over. So I'm just like, eh, we ain't doing that, but we can do this. See that trauma. <laughs> See the trauma building up. Oh, no, nigga, I'm not saying that nigga trauma is here. Um, hello. I'm open to let you know the trauma Give is here. Name, but <laughs> but the, the the genuine like love I have, you know, even after the trauma or whatever, is because I know what I don't want. And it, it right. did like even sure. people say. Trauma's bad, but like it's not bad because it's a learning experience. Unless you know what you are willing to go through, what you can handle, what you can't handle, and then you know when you get into something else, then you be like, "That's what I'm not going to do. That's what I'm not going to deal with," and and be fine with it. Well, that's what dating for, right? The whole point of dating is to find out what you like and don't like. So when you get to your ultimate in relationship, you can say, "This is it. Like, I this is what I want." <laughs> and so that's the whole point of dating. And I, I feel terrible for people who kind of out of the game young, like for those of us who got married at a young age or had been in like solid relationships the whole time instead of having the opportunity to actually date. Because that's how you build those skills to flirt and build those skills to do all the things like to can engage with people in a different way, which, you know, pandemic is thrown out all the hell anyway, so it doesn't matter. But 
Um, the thing that messed me up about that is like with the college experience. Like I went to, you know, cosmetology school. I did. I didn't get the college experience. I feel like if I would have got the college experience where I stayed on campus, I would have been. I would have been a beast. I would have been able to do the flirting thing. But now. I'm I feel like I wasted my college experience <laughs> because I worked so much. And then I think the other part of it was like, again, because I was, I was weird about relationships. Like I wanted to like know people. So like, I basically kind of just was in one relationship after another. Like I wasn't really single for right. real. For real. Um, you know, I was always talking to somebody. So like, I felt like I didn't really get to fully use my college experience. I was right. just serious the whole time. I should have partied a little bit harder. Um, but I will say, like, in my 20s, though, I did try to have, like, I tried to, when I moved to Atlanta, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. But then it was like, by then, all your friends are like, because college is like, you fall into your relationship. A lot of people find their husband. A lot of people find. Shoot, there's people that go to college for a relationship. Right. So. Breathe. I just want to know. All your friends are, like, getting married, and you're like, oh, so I'm over mm-hmm. here enjoying this wine and going, <laughs> going out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, trivia again. You know, like, I'm just, you know, you're in the streets. <laughs> so that could be, that could be difficult. But. Yeah. Do you feel like um, right like now in the dating scene that you are specifically looking for a good guy or you're just, you know, just looking for whatever it feels right? I am looking for somebody who's not trash. And at this point, I feel like I'm like a record. Like I'm just trash. Like I'm tired. And I think the one thing I'm looking for, I think the understood is that I'm looking for a decent human being. Like I'm just okay. a decent fucking human being. Like I don't even think they exist anymore because I'm so used to just stupidity. Yes. And I think I'm just looking for a decent human being that can hold like a little bit of a conversation without me wanting to murder him. And I think those are apparently a lot to ask for. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, but I think that's what I'm looking for. So I think <laughs> I can actually tolerate asshole behavior because again, recovering asshole, but okay. my, Purposely looking for a nice guy? No, I am looking for a genuine in- individual. <laughs> like I'm looking for a genuine man that has common sense and can again spell words and like write them down in text messages. Like I just I don't no need words. Nothing we do it. I don't need a lot. <laughs> I'm really low maintenance, especially because I think people assume that I'm really high maintenance. I'm not. Like I'm very much like I will be in sweatpants all day. I will drink beer. I will go to work. I will do my job. I won't expect any things of you because I am not used to getting the things that I expect. So I stopped doing that. Like I just it's a low bar. It's messed up because I feel like people categorize you as that, like, like, because you, because you're well spoken. You know how to like say all your words. I'm sorry. I went like, you know what a noun is, you know. So they feel, oh, she know what a noun is. Shit, I didn't step on it. It's important. It's just important. So I think it's it's harder now because you can't authentically connect with people. Like you know, you do stuff like this where I'm on a camera and I see you and like you know, concentrated settings that you get to control. Like, I don't get to see you, uh, you know, out. I don't get to see you in public spaces. I don't get to see you with your friends. Like, it's a difficult way to date when you can't yeah. assess if somebody's genuine. Mm-hmm. So do I expect a nice guy? Yes, but I think everybody's nice. Everybody's representative is nice until something Absolutely. real shit happens. And then you can find out what a person is and what they're made of and what they do and how they handle things. So, yeah. you know, like I said, I think there's a little bit of everybody experiencing nice and nice and bad at the same time like it's duality right so. I feel like I like in my endeavor for I guess looking when well, I'm even looking having whoever my quote-unquote husband is to um, pull up on me I want them to genuinely just be not, like I don't even want to say nice but like I want them nice with a, a, a huh a little bit of an edge yeah I don't know if edge like because see I'm the type of person like I'm nice until you push me. So it's like, 
I, I needed you to be nice without being put in other words, because I'm probably going to push your buttons because I you I be able to be tolerant. You need somebody who can handle you. Like you need somebody. Yeah, because it's like at the end of the day, it's like I'm not going to I'm not going to set off to or set out to be a difficult person, but take the time to get to know me enough to know when that left eyebrow lifts, that means you need to shut the fuck up. And um, oh, and I think what's your point? What you're talking about that comes with time, right? That's like you knowing like my triggers, getting to know me as a person, and getting to right. know what what kind of how I behave and how I move. And I think, but I also want him to be able to be manly enough to. I don't want to say jealous, but you know how like you want that man to to make you feel like you know he don't want no other man looking at you because I'm so used to dating guys that like. I'm, there's only been maybe one that I'm like I don't care who looked at you, but um, but I'm, I'm used to okay. I'm used to having guys. because you know how you had that one nigga that wear you down like they Urkel, they be like I'm wearing you down I'm like nigga I gave you a try, you lucky I did, and then you and this is what you did with it. But okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. But what happens is I want them to not necessarily be a jealous individual, but be able to claim me and protect me where it doesn't feel like I'm making you do it. Like it should be yeah, just, I, I like, so I like to call that masculine energy. You like masculine. Yes. Energy. I'm like a man's man. I'm like that too. I don't need you to be like fighting people for me. Although it is much appreciated. I will never put you in a circumstance where you have to. So it's not something we have to test. Right. Um, but I think there's something about a masculine, like, you know, it's the kind of, it's not, to the level that I can think to is not so much that I want people to want you all the time. So I don't want to be dealing with that shit. Cause there's enough women in Atlanta that that can go wrong. Right, um, yeah. But I want like, you know, a man that can like grill and like fix cars and like build shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I like, yeah. like, masculinity. like somebody that I know if I, if I was in trouble, I could call you and you would handle business. A good guy, like a good man's man. Um, yeah. I think, uh, and I've dated both. I like, cause I do like, I like, I like what I like to call like an educated thug. <laughs> so somebody who has a but is like, I can take you to like art galleries and openings at my job <laughs> and like let you meet my coworkers and be in like work parties and things like that. So, and I think for me, I had a very professional environment that I worked in. So I, I was always looking for somebody who could be in yep. a chameleon, if you will. But I think the downside about that is usually when you find guys like that, they are, they are chameleons in a lot of other spaces. <laughs> Uh, you don't necessarily get the authentic them, and you you know you don't know if you got a whole second family. I just I don't want you to be that good at life. I need you to be teach me find the middle ground and and support me in a little bit of a educated gangster way. So yeah, I get I get what you're saying. And I mean, I want <laughs> I want somebody that know what a passport is. Like I mean, come on, I don't just know what it is. I have one and have stamps in it. <laughs> because, like now, great. I have a passport, and I have not gone at like a lot of places. I mean, we can't in pandemic. I haven't gone in a lot of places recently, but I at least know what it is. I at least own one. I need. Mean, I own. yeah. I I travel a lot, <laughs> so for me, like I can't. Like our first trip can't be your first trip out the country. Like I can't. I'm not ready for that. I don't want you to have those kinds of firsts with me. So um, I can I can kind of deal with that to a degree because. I, you know, I've, I've traveled a lot when I was younger because I had to, because my mom was a flight attendant. But as an adult, like, I haven't traveled the places that I feel like I want to. So I would be okay with traveling and we can both experience it together. But I want you to at least have your stuff together. Like, don't be like, oh, where I get a passport from? Like, no, at least, come on, have that. A little, a little worldly. would <laughs> be nice. I mean, and for me, travel is a big deal. And it's more so not because I don't think I can handle I'm, I'm perfectly okay with you not traveling and then us experiencing that together. The problem with, with one of us being more seasoned than the other is that one of us is going to do all the work. 
And so like, then I'm going to be organizing our trip and I'm going to be making sure passports are together. And make I'm like, I'm not trying to do all that. Like you take care of you. <laughs> I'm going to take it. Meet me at the airport <laughs> and we can ride out together. Um, but I love traveling people. I think, I think, I think travel is actually the best way to find out if a nice guy is really a nice guy. Um, because a lot of women, we don't do that well. We don't travel well. And for those of us who do or who like it and have chill about it, like you, everything goes wrong in some cases. And sometimes you always have something that's messed. And so like how people react in those situations tells you a lot about who they are. And so I love traveling with people that I've been dating. Cause then I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm going to see what you about. Like, are you a around the house kind of guy when we go to travel? Or are you like a venture man? You want to be all up in, you know, parasailing and all up on the jet skis and all that stuff. Like I want to know, so I can know where, where we, how compatible we are. And then when the ship pops off, I need to know how you go handle so, I need to make sure you're paying for all these excursions because I don't want you to just be like, yeah, let's do this and be like, so you got your money? And be like, and, okay. Um, yeah, check, please. <laughs> that was fun, but you got to be able to do it. And I think also you get to find out financially how people are. Like, you know, some people, if you can't travel where I want to go, then we might have to talk about your finances. Like, yeah. if, the, if the closest to travel you got is within the domestic U.S., then we might have to talk about it too. Like, what does that look like? And I think any of us who've ever planned a trip with anybody, it's, even our friends, like you know how much stress goes into that. So yeah. if you don't work in your relationship, then I say more power to you. Man, listen, I'm traveling like what... I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm extremely cheap when it comes to traveling with a, a certain like I'm not gonna lie. Like I want to make sure we're comfortable in the hotel and stuff like that. But I just don't feel like I should just go to a foreign country and spend all my money. Like, I, but I feel like that's the best way to do it because it's a memory. Like, so for me, like I'm the other way. I'm like, all right, I I have like travel some travel rules. Like, mm-hmm. I like I don't like to stay in the same like city the whole time. Like, I need to be out there explore. I need to be able to do some day trips, some excursions. I don't like to eat in the same restaurant. No, no, no. I, no, I spend on stuff okay. like that. But I, I only local fare. Like I only, yeah. I spend money on. I'll do stuff like that. I mean, I mean, when I say spend a, a unnecessary money, you know how people go to um places, whatever. Let's go to the malls and make sure we buy all this unnecessary like uh. Yeah, and I'm like, I bring it back. <laughs> That's expensive. <laughs> Not bringing shit back, nigga. The experience is going to be here and it's going to yeah. stay here. <laughs> so no, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I and I like to I like to spend on. I mean, it's about memories, right? It's the memories. I'm like, I think the la- the thing I just most recently started is like I go places and get tattoos. So I got a couple of tattoos in foreign countries that are like really important, so I can have like a permanent capture of that memory, which can okay. be expensive. They're not really all big, so it was fine. But um, but like I like to do those kinds of things, <laughs> so I have a full experience. Now, were you nervous about like the the not, um, the cleanliness of the different countries getting awesome. these tattoos? No, I'm not. You think I'm in third world countries getting tattoos? No, man. What the hell? I'm like, I'm gonna get, you know what? I don't like the way you clean your needle. So, um, uh, if you don't pull it out of a bag, if you're not pulling out of a sterile bag set, then we're not gonna be, you're not gonna be touching me no way. <laughs> so, that's not a, that's not a thing I had to worry about. But no, I mean, I got most of them in really, I think, European, like, you know, they were great countries. I mean, they were like Italy. Like I was in places where they they've been doing that a lot longer than we have. <laughs> so I would imagine it's in a better spot. But I wasn't nervous at all about that kind of stuff. I was nervous about traveling back because I think I realized like I would always get it towards the end of a trip, and so depending on where it was, it can be uncomfortable when you're flying and like having to keep it. Clean oh yeah, yeah. And like you know, having to put your like apply your like ointment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to do better about like how I time them, or I time them like right when I get back and I get something to commemorate the trip when I return. But um, yeah, I was never, I was never about that. 
but I will say like, you know, don't get something that's going to get, if you're going to a beach, <laughs> like recognize you got to get in the water and at some point you're not going to be able to because you have a new tattoo. <laughs> so yeah, like, that was defeating the purpose. Okay. Well, <laughs> like, so, like, I, try, I, said, I try to, I try to itinerary style plan them on the back end of something, but it was, it's very, very nice. Like, I mean, like I got my last one was when I went to Italy and I got a cross in Rome. Like, like, I went to the Vatican in that day. I That's dope. Now, like, I can see, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Did you vlog about her at least? Uh, no, I just, I was just on vacation. I was enjoying my vacation. <laughs> like, it was the first time I've been to Italy. I was eat, pray, loving my way through that entire part of the world. Um, and I actually, to this day, still have, like, food and stuff that I brought back and wine that I brought back. Like, there was stuff that I did bring back. Like, I was like, I'm going to bring back some wine. Like, I'm going to bring, because we went to a couple of, like, vineyards and, like, wineries. And, so, like, I, I really enjoyed myself, but I, um, yeah. Well, that is on my um, to-do list to Italy. So now that I know that you've been before, if you plan on going back, let oh, me know. You know what <laughs> <you're doing. laughs> well, there's so much of the country to see. So essentially what you need to do is we need to find a nice guy <laughs> who's going to help us go to Italy. This is true. Yes. I mean, if, 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 it, is, it is a city for lovers. Like, I wish I would have gone with a partner and not. I mean, yeah. I went with a good friend, girlfriend of mine, and we had a, a great time. We were both very yeah. single and enjoying all parts of that. But um, I think it would have been nice to be there with somebody because it is definitely like a lover city. Like, there's so many like romantic, like romantic dinners and like all these things. And like, if I could find me an Italian man, I would be happy. Yes, I was hoping to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't have enough of the language to really process it. Okay, so the next nice guy or you were just being Italian. That's that's on the to do list. We need to do um Rosetta Stone, Italian uh Italy language or whatever the fuck. I and um, a whole other place when you said the to do list. <laughs> that's <laughs> an Italian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's on my to do list. <laughs> But no, we put that on the to-do list so then the next time we visit, we can le- learn the language enough so we can get us an Italian man. That's fair. That's fair. Well, this has been the first episode, and we have other episodes coming. This is the first one that so we did record it, but um, we will plan to go live for the other one so we can get y'all to join in in the conversation. So we're going to be Fridays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, every week. And um, this is our first time. So again, we want to thank everybody that watched, tuned in. Please like, comment, subscribe. It's absolutely free. It ain't going to cost you nothing. Um, and uh, leave your comment. Let us know what you thought. And um, if you have any topics you want to cover and discuss, we'll let you um, pull in on the next episode that's live because we can actually tap you in. So we will see you next time. And wait, before we go, make sure you follow LaShondra and let them know about your stuff again. Grownassdating.com or Grownassdating on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. But follow us. Great podcast. Oh, you can also get a, hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, and um, and a few others. Anchor. Oh, yeah. That'll work. So make sure you do that. Like, comment, subscribe, and we will see you next time. I want to be on the next episode. <laughs> I feel like I should be in the locker room forever. <laughs> Candid Kisses TV is sponsored by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop Kissable Lips Cosmetics today. Thank you for listening. Make sure you tune in every Monday, Thursday, and now Friday to the Girls Locker Room presented by Candy Kisses TV. And while you're here, go ahead and check out artistperiod.com. That's right, Candy Kisses TV has merch. Shop with us today. And if you feel it in your heart, go ahead and donate. No dollar amount is too small. We appreciate you. And your donations help keep the podcast alive. Don't forget to subscribe to us visually on YouTube slash Candy Kisses TV.